0: Hello, my dears, and welcome to this episode of the New Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Conran. It's a no frills place to come and get some um, spiritual information, some astrological insights, some of my musings. I'm a practitioner of over 10 years and I work in the realms of energy clearing, uh, integrative wellness coaching, and soul astrology all of which you can um, check out in terms of one-on-one sessions via my website, www.rebeccaconran.com, which will be uh, linked in the show notes. I actually just uh, did a little... Rehab to my website, gave a little overhaul. uh, So it's feeling a little bit more concise. I have a few things that I'm bringing into the table. I have my mentorship listed again on there. And uh, soon I'll be having a membership um, opportunity, which will be for group in-person classes. And uh, kind of bringing back some of my membership offerings that I've had in the past of guided meditation, and um, there will be an option for uh, working with me one-on-one. And so if you've been wanting to work with me, and um, you're looking for an affordable way to do that, um, it's a little less intensive In terms of, you know, when I work with my clients one-on-one, obviously, they're 90-minute sessions, we get a lot of time together, um, but we'll still be able to work together, and it'll bring in some of that community aspect that I've been uh, wanting to bring back to the table. So that will come up in the future. If you want to subscribe to my newsletter, that's the best way to stay in touch and know when my podcasts are up, when my uh, newsletters go out. You know, all the new information is always, um, I, I send it out in a newsletter. So, um, you can subscribe again via my website and opt into that and then you'll never miss uh, any of the updates. Okay, so today I want to talk about Saturn and Pisces because the date today is March the 6th and tomorrow we have both a full moon in Virgo and we have Saturn entering Pisces for a pretty much it's a two and a half to three years stay um it's gonna really be there for almost three years because it'll enter Aries in two and a half years and then it'll retrograde and then it'll re-enter and then it'll stay in Aries so um you know we have this energy for a, a long chunk of time and when planets transit and change um Uh, change signs, we feel that energy so much more potently with these planets that are further away from us. Uh, So the personal planets, they seem to change. They change very rapidly. They change very often. Um, And so we feel those effects um, more regularly, like the moon. Uh, But something like Saturn, you know, we're going to feel that more when it's really pulling on other planets in the sky, when it's transiting um, you know, through these different moments, but like a like the trine, the square, the conjunction, whatever's going on with it. But this entering energy, you know, this is the most powerful time uh and such a time of new beginnings for this Saturn and Pisces. When we're at that those beginning degrees, you know, it really is this newborn beautiful energy. So there's a lot to be done right now around our intention and gathering up information from this moment um, and, you know, really tuning into what is in store for us over the next um, two and a half years. And, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention also that this is highly influenced by Pluto uh, changing signs on the 23rd also. We're definitely feeling that. That has not been uh, in um, Aquarius in any of our lifetimes. It's going to be there for 20 years. We just had a 15-year stint in Capricorn. So this is definitely a potent time to understand what we're meant to transform where we need self-discipline and structure in our lives. Um, So pay attention, you know, really be paying attention. And that's something that's very um, interesting in our, in our day and age, pay attention. You know, it almost sounds like a punishment, (laughs) pay attention. Um, But it's so easy to be not listening, to be doing multiple things at once, to be just distracted, distracted and not really present. So when we say pay attention, the intention there is to really listen and be present and, and really be, um, present to your sensations in your body, you know, the thoughts that are repetitive in your mind, the repeat, Patterns that keep coming up in terms of situations, behaviors, you know, things that you've heard, whatever that is. So, this is a time to really be in our awareness and be conscious. And there's a wonderful thing that happens when we are in our awareness we get to choose. We understand that choosing is our right, and that is part of what gives us our freedom. So, when we are paying attention, we are clear about our choices why does the world we live in want us to be distracted because it's easy to manipulate us it's easy to ultimately get us to spend more money engage more in pleasure activities uh all of which make money and uh that is just a this uh (laughs) amazing tool that, well, I don't know how amazing it is, but it's a tool that has been harnessed so well in the Western world and in um, our capitalist culture is that it's so easy to take um, a lack of attention and exploit it. And so when we are paying attention we're less likely to engage in those behaviors that um, come from us being vulnerable. So paying attention is about us protecting ourselves from being overly vulnerable, meaning vulnerable to, um, you know, things that are not beneficial to us. And it helps us to really direct our life and be creating from a place um, of our true intention. So Saturn and Pisces, you know, if you have Saturn and Pisces in your chart, you'll be 27, 28, 29 years old, probably 27. It's as we get into this Saturn and Pisces, you're going through your Saturn return. If you have Saturn in Aquarius, you are now finished up with your Saturn returns. Um, Of course, you may have already hit that point, but we're going to be out of that energy. As we go into Saturn and Pisces, you're going to want to pay attention to the house of Pisces in your chart and any planets that are there, because there's definitely going to be interactions over the next two and a half years. This is a place where you will be restructuring. And of course, if you are going through your Saturn return Congratulations. Okay, this is a wonderful time. It's it's an opportunity to mature. It's a rite of passage, if you may, um, where everything that you were taught up until now, your conditioned experiences, you're really going to feel a pull. If it's not right for you, the, the beliefs and the value systems that you've been holding, that you've been conditioned into... You're going to feel really strongly about becoming your own authority and you're going to feel really strongly about structuring your life the way that you believe your life should be structured. And, um, you know, I think when we go through a return, I honestly think that might be the one of the easiest times for us. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but the build up to my Saturn return was probably the, the worst period for me. I was definitely, um in a, you know, total throes of drug addiction, the throes of nervous breakdown. And, um, you know, I had a lot of uh, beliefs that I needed to shed away. And I had a lot of conditioning from my childhood in an Orthodox Christian religion and being shunned and thrown out the family and out of the church. And um, along with just everything else that came along with that, I uh, definitely had a harder time before my Saturn returns and during my Saturn returns it was like things clicked and I was able to really commit to my own health and wellness and that is the period when I uh, got coaches, started learning about nutrition, uh, went to my first energy practitioner. So these things I, I think when you have a return um, it's not a time to be like poor me. It's actually, no one knows the energy more than you do. You're built for that energy. That energy is part of you. Okay. So when you have Saturn in Pisces, no one's going to understand Saturn in Pisces transit more than a Saturn in Pisces. I feel really alive with the Saturn energy right now. Uh, And a big part of that is that I'm a rising Capricorn and my uh, chart is ruled by Saturn. And I also have Saturn conjunct Pluto in the ninth house in my chart. So I have come to terms with a lot of the themes that are coming going on here. And that doesn't mean I'm not feeling it intensely. It just means that I know what to do for myself during this uh, in order to let go of my own resistance and just acknowledge and embrace change and transformation as opposed to think that my way is the best way. My conditioned way is the best way. You know, my higher self way is the best way. And so um, it takes self-discipline and it takes, um, you know, a- acknowledging that limitations and restrictions are a positive thing in our lives. You know, that's part of the balance of life. It can't all be limitation and restriction, but there are areas where it is very, very positive to um, to impose them, especially if you are imposing them yourself and you're, and you're being responsible to yourself. So, but we'll talk about that too, because this is not a time of aesthetic, asceticism, you know, we're not here to just be like, um, I only use one cup and I sit in my room and it's stark and it's, you know, even if you do use one cup, no, no offense there, but it's not about, um, living as a monk. It's not about eschewing like, all you know aspects of our life but it is about knowing that there are parts of our life where we overindulge or we um, don't have self-discipline and it reflects poorly on us we don't feel as good you know our health suffers our mental health our emotional health you know if we don't have self-discipline in relationships we can find that we have these codependent painful patterns with people So self-discipline and limitation, these things are, are not things to beat ourselves up with and shame ourselves and abuse ourselves. They're things to use as tools to, um, achieve greater self-love. It's so funny as I'm recording, I'm like, um, you know, I'm, I'm, it's very bare bones over here, right? Like I have a microphone it's, it's a fairly good microphone and my computer and I record it and, uh, I upload it and I used to have like an intro song and then my computer got wiped and I just haven't recorded another one. So I keep things bare bones. I don't ever go back and edit my podcasts. I try to just record it all the way through because I want people to experience it as a genuine conversation. Um, instead of something that is, you know, really perfect, and it's been honed all perfectly. You know, this isn't perfect. Um, And one of the funny things I'm thinking of, I'm seeing this dial go up and down, because it's telling me how loud I'm being in the uh, microphone. And obviously, I'm really loud on my (laughs) peas, right? And uh, I'm thinking about when I was recording my record, and you're not supposed to say pee because it's too poppy. So you you use B instead and it's only I can hear it on my record at the places where I'm singing the term P something, you know, but I'm singing it as a B and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, I digress as as usual I do. Oh, one thing I wanted to also broach uh, was that... Um, You know, occasionally there are some things online about me that are quite, uh, well, funny. Um, I never really pay attention to reviews and things like that, um occasionally I will go in and I will see that people have written me really lovely reviews and so I just want to say thank you and I I saw that a couple of recent ones are there but I don't spend time like I don't have any notifications or anything like that so it might be like once a year twice a year when I see them um and uh I did I have like a negative review on there and I really have no idea what the person's talking about because they they said that They were a long-time listener, and they stopped listening because I was down on the porn industry um, and sex workers, and um, I just can't imagine what I said that was taken that way, but obviously that is as a former sex worker, that is not the attitude I take, on sex workers. So it must have been something that was misconstrued or there was a miscommunication about the way that I explained something or whatever. If you have an issue with me, please reach out to me directly. I would much rather hear from you and hear your perspective and hear, um, if there is something that is, uh, it seems as if I'm marginalizing somebody, you know, um, I I would want you to tell me directly (laughs) because I'm not even seeing my, uh, reviews and nothing can be done from that place. Uh, we can't collaborate on anything where I understand you more, you understand me more, and some kind of growth can happen. So, uh, not that I really give a shit either way if there's a bad review, but I, I, I would welcome someone if they want to, um, if there is a, if there is a certain thing that I say that seems derogatory in some way to someone, um, or that needs further explanation, you know, reach out to me through my website, send me a message, um, ask me to clarify, um, so that things can be a collaboration and not just, um you not you but somebody writing um a review that I just don't even know what the fuck it's about (laughs) either you know um I I want to grow I want to I want to work with people to be you know an understanding and um and uh caring person so anyway um Another way that this has manifested is um I had an episode back in September and I called it Blame It on Uranus and it was all about the Uranus retrogrades and someone started I don't have I don't go on Twitter but someone started posting about it on Twitter Twitter and s- claiming that I stole the term from a blog that they did in 2010 um and they were sending me her, th- these crazy harassing messages, asking me for money, calling me over and over again on Instagram, phone, whatever. And um, again, you know, it was like they were messaging me under the assumption that I knew who they were and had stolen a title called Blame It on Uranus. And then they were basically asking me, to pay them, royalties, for using the term. Um, I mean, wild stuff. It's so interesting uh, how these things happen and perpetuate themselves. But, you know, if you think that there's something going on, (laughs) I mean, I'm saying this, but I know that no reasonable person is really going to react like this. But again, if you want to talk to me, then reach out and we can talk. You know, but certainly um, not telling me that I'm a hack and that I've stolen something is really not going to create the energy of um, like understanding between us and a shared experience of of witnessing and seeing one another. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting world, the online world, because people can just say whatever they want. And I, that's a huge reason why I kind of maintain my own distance from it, too. I'm not really active on Instagram. Um, I've never been really active at engaging, like, in comments with people and stuff like that. Um, I prefer to work with people in my one-on-one. And then, really, my podcast is, is a gift, you know? It's a gift, and not all of it is going to resonate, and that's okay. Like, we're different people, and I really um i'm not here to i don't need you to be my biggest fan and think everything i do and say is perfect and cool and honestly that is a is a terrible thing (laughs) you know um i'm a human being and i want to be seen and treated as a human being and respected in that way that um warts and all you know that i'm not always going to get everything right and um, I want to acknowledge that publicly. I don't get everything right all the time. And that doesn't mean that I deserve to be, um, you know, told that karma is gonna get me and, you know, um, that, you know, I'll be taking a court and I'll go broke and blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I don't deserve that either, but I do deserve like a common uh, communication and listening. And I'm willing to do that for you, and I hope that you're willing to do that for me. And I think this is a big thing that we're learning. And as part of our Saturn and Pisces energy is we're learning that, like, cutting people off because of our presumed assumptions, um, not helping to create roads for reconciliation and for people to grow, um, is really damning towards ourselves, you know, it's, it's this element of judgment and it's like, wow, how must we feel about ourselves if we're holding everybody to this account of either be perfect or be thrown away, you know, I don't think, um, that these are, this binary is correct, So I think we need to allow for redemption for individuals. And I don't, I'm not really speaking to myself in this way because I don't think I've done anything that requires me to be redeemed. I think I walk through life pretty, uh, as my own harshest critic, um, and, uh, I try my hardest to, um, be a, an understanding person, um, except for when I'm driving, and then it all goes out the window, because something about driving, them swear words is coming out of my mouth when I'm driving, okay, and sometimes I call my mom when I'm driving, because, like, I just use my hands free, and if I have a long commute or whatever, I call my mom, and it really reminds me, because I don't like to, like, swear at my mom, you know, but it reminds me I notice like whoa like how much I swear in the car Um when I'm talking to my mom and I have to go. Mommy's on the phone, you better watch your language. Um cause I'm a healer and a practitioner, but I still mind my P's and Q's with my mother. Um, okay, so let's get back into this. This was a long this was a long um little tangent but I like to let people I like to just show people where I'm coming from what's going on in my life too and the things that I experience um so Saturn in Aquarius which we are at the end of now it helped us to create new freedom in our lives and it really asked us to build these new structures for our communities and for our shared experience. you know society needed to really adjust to a new chapter and I think that that's really where um this you know it's no wonder that the the word de jour is woke you know or anti woke um because there's a great revealing going on, and uh it's just so interesting the willingness that people have the to be in resistance to it. That they'll even coin the term I'm anti woke, you know? And I don't I'm not here to represent all woke uh theory and ideas. I certainly don't think that that could even be possible. I think everybody has their own belief system and belief structure and, you know, some of these things are in integrity and some are not. I know personally, some people who are very liberal and they're fucking assholes. And I know them to be manipulators and bless their hearts. That's what their experience is right now. But I know that their belief systems are um, in some ways of value, right? Like they care about um, social causes and stuff like that. But then I see them interact in their life and I see them be poor friends or whatever, and they're struggling in their own way. And then I know some people who are more right wing and I know them from the small areas that I was living in. And I know some of those people to be extremely generous and to, and to also have some views that are about their unifying views, you know, views on the fact that corporations are really stealing from the people and were kept, you know, not unified as a, as a country because it makes us better spenders. But what I'm talking about here is when you get down to the brass tacks of human beings and individuals and you really are taking an individual as that individual, you're listening to them, you're seeing them, you're being with who they are, Um, there is always good with shadow, you know, and someone having the same beliefs with you on paper does not mean that they have the same beliefs as you, um, in terms of their behaviors. And that was what was really interesting about this woman that reached out to me about the blame it on Uranus thing, because, uh, one of the taglines Uh, one of the taglines, um, on their Instagram, I got to find it. (laughs) And I I don't want to, I don't want to mock this person. I just want to show, and I'm certainly not going to say who they are, but I just wanted to show, you know, that their, their tagline was my soul's path is to bring unconditional love and healing to the world and its inhabitants. And their first line of their communication to me about the blame it on Uranus is, um, you don't want to be known as the plagiarism lying charlatan fake ass psychic. (laughs) So it's like one of the things that is so important right now with Saturn and Pisces, this is going to blow up in our fucking faces, is hypocrisy. And this goes for me too. This goes for me too. And believe you me, I fucking feel it. I'm like, where am I not living my where am I not walking my talk and walking, you know, walking my walk, like, I have to come correct. And so much of the last month for me has been about blasting my own lid off that where do I need to come correct. And I think Saturn and Aquarius has really helped to do that. You know, these final degrees. It's like, it's like you got to do this now, like, and for me because I'm, um, forty. You know, this is my fortieth year. I'm midlife. You know, this is uh, a period for me where I'm like, yeah, I need to. What am I going to commit to for the second half of this life, and how do I want to mature and be? The mature version of myself? How do I want to act in my relationships? How do I want to engage with other people and not engage? You know, and so these are all interesting musings that I just want to um, talk about so that we can all be aware of it. One of the things that was most important to me is to just get my health and wellness right for myself, like food. And, you know, I, I would say that I'm a really clean eater, but I have a lot of food allergies and I have so many food allergies and they're annoying they're fucking annoying (laughs) because I like to go out with my friends sometimes and have a meal out or with my partner and uh, I don't want to be the person who's like can I have no sauce and can I have is corn in that and is there wheat in that and I don't no tomatoes for me and no nightshades and I'm like but now I'm like you know what it's time to own that own those limitations because Um, that's part of my being healthy is not being inflamed, right? And food makes a difference. So even though it could be the purest tomato ever, it was hand grown in my backyard in organic soil and fairies breathed on it, you know, it doesn't matter because my body doesn't want a tomato in it. So this has been a lot for me about aligning, with what my true needs are and being willing to go this is how i need to live my life Um and blessed that i am i've had periods where i you know for many years did live that way you know avoiding my allergens and things like that and guess what best i ever fucking felt <laughs> so i know it's for my benefit but it's not fun. It's not fun, is it, to make these kind of changes? It can feel like a real want-want. And, but, you know, that's, like, this chapter. That's this chapter of, like, this building these structures and engaging in self-discipline, um, so that you can be the most clear and, uh, (sighs) There's a, there's a joy and a peace that comes through clarity for me that I can't really explain unless you know what I'm talking about because you explain it too, ex, experience it too. But when I don't have caffeine, when I'm well rested, I'm a sober person, you know, um, I just feel so sharp and I feel so emotionally grounded and I notice straight away if I have caffeine and I start feeling really emotionally um, flustered and on all over the place, and that's just the way that my body processes it. Obviously, like it's not a, really about the caffeine; it's just about me and my processing of it. And so, um, these kinds of uh, being like disciplined is, I know, a gift. I know it's a gift and I have to, like everybody else, get over that point in myself that's like, it's a punishment. It's a punishment to have these restrictions. You know, it's not. It's a gift. And I think it's just about saying the way that I need to live my life is a gift and it can and it only makes things easier for me, more grounded, more pleasurable, uh, ultimately. So when Saturn enters Pisces, it's asking us to structure our spiritual lives and to activate our creative selves, to inspire through our dreams, um, but also to observe the nightmare and how it is created within. So Saturn in Pisces is asking us to be ambitious for our spiritual lives and to get them in order. And it's asking us to activate our creative selves. And that could be actual creating too. Uh, can be your artistic creative self. Um, to inspire through your experience. But to also observe how the nightmare is created within as well. So we are understanding that there's a structure to creation. That begins and ends with each of us. And we are seeing that there needs to be um, discipline around that creation. Uh, Saturn's going to join Neptune because Neptune's already in Pisces. It's right at home in Pisces. There's a great revealing going on, just like I said. And in some ways, this is beautiful, right? This is wonderful. It's wonderful that we now all feel, you know, a, a new level of understanding and that it is really changing things. You know, there's so many, I watched this, I tried to watch this movie, um, the other day and I haven't been watching many movies, but, um, I was watching the movie Babylon on Paramount and, um, it was like Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie and shit. I just couldn't fucking watch it. Like the opening scene is just like all this debauchery and these like, I'm just like, this just isn't fun, <laughs> you know. It's just not fun for me to watch this. This is just like, I feel sad, and I've and and I think even more so having lived through such debauchery in my life. Like, I'm like, wow, like you know, um, these people need to like stare into the face of a baby every once in a while. You know what I mean? And just like, there's so much beauty and joy in in just the innocent nature of life too without all of this other kind of just overload just this overload and saturation of just too muchness you know and seeking too much pleasure and too much violence and it's just like oh my god like go and look at the fucking ocean you know like look at the birds like watch the leaves in the in the in the wind it's so much more interesting to me but um, I forget why I even brought that up, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but there's a revealing going on, you know, so I can now do that or even watch a movie maybe from the 90s and it's like, oh, wow, the misogyny is so intense in this or the racism is so intense in this. We, we are able to see this and pinpoint it for what it is now. What a gift, you know, that we are... Sh- Shifting our perspectives and we're being aware. Um, This is great. But then we have the antithesis of that, which is the anti that, which is where we see even more, more negativity, more darkness, more gossip, more um, drama, more violence on TV, more explicit sex. And it's not that there's anything wrong with sex. It's absolutely not. But you rarely see sex portrayed as this just lovely, enjoyable experience between two people who are being vulnerable with one another and, you know, just enjoying one another. It's so sensationalized and it's meant to make you have a reaction. And all of that information kind of desensitizes us to the fact that there's so much beauty in the the simplicity of life. Um... And I think that with Saturn and Pisces, we're going to see the overwhelm and the just the overdoing exploited even more. And we're going to really feel like we need to harness that simplicity, the spiritual simplicity even even more so. So how do we build the spiritual into reality? That's really what um, the purpose of uh, Saturn is. You know, Saturn's all about structure, self-discipline, authority, but along with that, like I've said, limitation, restriction, and empowerment. It's said that Saturn rules the concept of time, and Saturn is here to ultimately reign in the chaos. That's what I think of Saturn as. It's like, it it's here to not chastise or bully the chaos or be like, God, what are you doing? It's here to go, wow, look at this beautiful, divine, feminine energy of chaos. How can I be of service to it? So it's like really being used to its best um, in in the best ways. You know, it's here to be helpful and beneficial and of service. Saturn gets up and it gathers the necessities uh, every day that allow us to have this experience um of creativity, of emotional exuberance, of, um, chaos and birth and destruction and all of that beautiful feminine energy. And when Saturn is in Pisces, our spiritual life is a necessity. You know, it says this is a necessity that needs structure and self-discipline and that needs to mature. So Pisces is not very Saturnian in energy. Okay. It's kind of the opposite. It's very feminine in energy. Um, And we're not talking about gender in any way here. We're talking about the energy, the feminine being the energy of um, feeling, creating, being, destructing, and the masculine energy of doing, fixing, purpose, drive. And we all have these energies and hopefully we have these energies in balance you know, uh, where we're able to switch between and utilize both where necessary, where appropriate. So Saturn is very masculine in the way that it is. And the and Pisces is very feminine in the way that it is. And so Pisces doesn't, it, it evades boundaries. It's all about merging. It's flexible. It's kind of non-committal sometimes, you know, uh, keeps its options open. Um, and its main focus is certainly not on achievements of the worldly kind. But I think that Pisces does have ambitions. And I think that those ambitions need to be recognized here. And its ambitions are spiritual ones, ones that create from a sense of the divine and that really... Uh, are here to cultivate an, an awe of the enormity of our infinite spiritual presence and a, and a connection to that. Um, so here we are in Pisces, it's a vibrational change for us in terms of the structure of our life, but we're having to really go, wait, 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 I've structured my whole life, especially in the Western world around achievements, The pandemic helped to free us from some of that because we were forced to let go of some of the things that we got our validation from, some of the things that we saw as achievements and really open our minds to something else. And um, now in Pisces, it's like you must structure your life around your spiritual persona, And I don't even want to say persona. You are around your spiritual being. Um, So one of the most interesting things to notice is that this transit is happening on the full moon in Virgo. And so this conveys to us as well that spirituality is also in fact practical. It's not just this woo-woo thing. Oh, I go into the ethers and... Sure, that's an that's a that is part of spirituality. It can be to engage in that really ethereal world. What a beautiful part of spirituality. But it's not all of spirituality. That's not everything. Spirituality is also how we just take care of ourselves. Self-care on every single level is a mode of spirituality because spirituality is honoring ourselves as a spirit being. As a being that is an energy being, a being that is made up of this universal energy that is um, an infinite being that is containing particles and cells that could be around, have been around for eons on this, in this ever-changing universe. So spirituality is very multifaceted, and I think as human beings who are here to be a human being and to have a human experience, it's very important for us to understand that our spirituality is also practical. How we care for ourselves, our health, our diet, our hygiene, and our spirituality are one and the same. The shadow side of this energy of Saturn and Pisces is going to come about when we're not taking responsibility, or when we're not in integrity, or when we're in hypocrisy. It's going to be really hard for us. And I don't mean bad things are going to happen. I mean, internally, it's going to be a struggle, you know, you're not going to feel a sense of um, confidence in yourself. And um, you're going to feel a greater uh, experience of vulnerability. And not just the kind of Intimacy, vulnerability, but feeling um, vulnerable to the world around you. So, Saturn isn't going to be doing anything to us, but as usual, you know, we're the ones choosing what we choose. We're either going to be swimming with the tide or against the tide. Either way, we're in the ocean, you know, and um, we're going to get where we are going, but it could be much uh, more intense on us if we are in resistance to our own responsibility towards ourself and our own integrity. So some of the issues that we got to contend with, again, where we're living outside of accordance of being our spiritual selves. So I think that it's going to become apparent to us where we've used spirituality as an achievement or for validate validation, we're going to need to reconcile our own inner beliefs and and, and get that and get that um, validation from deep deep within. Um, where we use pleasure to bypass, we're going to have to take full responsibility f- for this. If we don't, we're going to risk total overwhelm in a quagmire of illusion. This is not the time to be on drugs you know, an alcoholic, like, um, this is a time to really, uh, get clean and get clarity because there's so much illusion associated with Pisces. Pisces is very dreamy, you know, And, um, that dream can easily turn into a nightmare when we are not clear and when we're not in our choice. And I'm not trying to be alarmist and make out that bad things are going to happen to us at all, but just want to point out that things can get dark really easily when we're not consciously choosing and when we're not consciously choosing clarity, um, for no other reason than our internal stories can run a riot and uh, and can really be speaking from a wounded place of, um, of illusion instead of reality. So, you know, Saturn is requiring us to make a commitment to ourselves as spiritual beings and all that encompasses. But this doesn't mean that you need to be a Buddhist or a yogi or... Um, join a church or something, what it really means is to acknowledge yourself as awe-inspiring as nature, as divine as the stars, as infinite as our universe, and especially to acknowledge yourself that you are a creator. You create every single day in your life. You're a creator. I'm a creator. Donald Trump is a creator. Mass murderers create. Children create. It's wildly important to understand this, that what we see in the world is representative of all of us creating. We don't get to say, well, I don't do violence to others and then blame others for the darkness that we see outpictured when we are in fact violent within, violent with our words, violent with our abusive behaviors towards ourselves. Life is a mirror. And now is the time really to structure ourselves and have the self-discipline to live a life that is consciously chosen and consciously expressed. Is this easy? Absolutely not. No way. And you don't have to be perfect at it. Not at all. What it requires, though, is a commitment to progressing this way in our intentions, to really just doing our best and being as conscious as we can be. When, we're, when we become aware of that we've fallen out of alignment, we've got to have the courage to bring ourselves back into that spiritual alignment. You know, all of us fall out of alignment sometimes, but the courage is in bringing ourselves back no matter how hard of work it is um, or how many limitations need to be imposed in order to have the self-discipline to bring ourselves back into alignment. Saturn is going to help us because it's going to allow us the energy, the force behind us to roll up our sleeves and really dig into that work. Again, Saturn is about maturity. And in Pisces, we've been there, done that. This is the end of a very long collective period of maturation because Pisces is the end of the line. So after this, um, in 2026, when Saturn begins a new cycle, we are going to give birth to new ambitions and new structures for our society, and that will be a whole new chapter for us. So we will get through uh, to that place with our compassion and our ability to love and see ourselves in oneness. So that doesn't mean oneness is not about, oh, we're all one and just try to focus on the positive and, and try to to you know good thoughts the way our way through life away from discomfort that's not the way we're not here to just um you know hide in positivity uh through the idea of we are one the latin root of the word compassion means to suffer along with so that means that and i don't mean that we need to cry when other people are crying and and allow their pain and trauma to traumatize us but to suffer along with is to deeply understand the perspectives of others with love. So taking the time to know where our fellow man is coming from, taking the time to know ourselves and to understand our own perspective. How hard is that? It's so hard. It takes a lot of effort. And allow room to love the hurt aspects of ourselves and one another so that it. it eventually will not feel like it's work to do so it'll just be an automatic response and behavior that we've cultivated at the end of the month uh, Pluto is going to start its stint in Aquarius as I mentioned a highly intuitive future-oriented energy that we are now getting more and more acquainted with this is a time of deep change friends and transformation we're feeling it it's happening Um, become fully in the flow with that change It's okay. Things are going to float away from us, but, but things are going to come in too. You know, I talk about myself and some of the things that I've been going through that are, you know, I mean, knock on, this is particle board, but knock on particle wood. Um, I'm very, very blessed. You know, I feel like Uh, the first half of my life, especially the first 20 years of my life were so intense and painful. And then it took 20 more years for me to make sense of it and to, um, get clear. And I've really dedicated my life to my spiritual practice. And even though at times I have, you know, fucked off (laughs) or whatever, um, I also have always retained that sort of center point and it is extremely beneficial. It's extremely beneficial. The only thing I can say about it is that I have a confidence within me because I've dedicated myself so much to my spiritual practice. I have a confidence in me and a faith in me that never leaves me and it's not based on any religion or any thought idea thought or any philosophy or a book I read or anything like that it is me I know that I have my own back and I know that I can innately trust in myself and that is the gift that comes from Saturn ruling your chart and Saturn being conjunct Pluto in your chart in the ninth house. <laughs> all beneficial things that have helped me to hone all of this. Um, but that comes from the self-discipline to put your spiritual life first. Your spiritual life too. Not my spiritual life. Not the way that I do things or or see things. The way that you do. Um, and so this is a time for sobriety in relationships and sex and substances and work and anything else that can food and beverage and anything else that can hamper being energetically clear. It's a time to really align with those that support you that have similar philosophies. Um, if you need support is a time to commit, commit to that support. You're not ever going to regret the time and money you've invested in your holistic wellness. I have never regretted anything in the last 20 years, you know, like pretty much everything I've ever made, I've reinvested back into art or healing or something to do with that. I never, ever have gone hungry. I have never been, um, I've never been in want because that is the main sustenance for me. So my friends, what an interesting month we're in. What an interesting chapter we're in. And uh, again, look to where Saturn is really heating up your life. Okay, let's look to where things, self-discipline is going to lead to maturation for you. If you're going through your Saturn returns, congratulations. You made it. You made it through that fucking time right before your Saturn returns. That is fucking insane. Good job. Proud of you. Um, And I'm just wishing everybody, you know, just such a beneficial time of understanding and wisdom and just... Being led to the sustenance you need, being led to the resources you need, that things just come together for you so that you can experience um, just the the divine within yourself, that you are this amazing creator and um, that what it takes to be a good creator is a, just a deep compassion for oneself and a deep care for oneself that is really manifested very, very practically. All right, my friends, the next thing you're going to hear from me about is the Aries, uh, energy report, the Aries, um, season kind of, uh, words. What are they? They're not coming into my head. Aries season. That's going to be the next thing that I talk about. Um, and that'll be probably in the next week or so. And then we will probably talk about Uranus. Not Uranus. I keep wanting to say Uranus because I just associate Uranus and blame it on Uranus. Cha-ching! That's for the lady that I owe for that. Um, I keep saying Uranus because Aquarius, I just really associate Aquarius with Uranus and Pluto is going into Aquarius and it feels like it's going to be a big shakeup you know, um, but I'm excited. I'm excited, friends, and just sending everybody so much love. And again, if you want to reach out to me, please do. Please reach out to me. If there's something you want me to talk about on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. You know, uh, I don't really want to hear from people in the messages on Instagram. But I do like to hear from you if you just reach out to me through my website, because then I can check my messages in a more relaxed manner when I'm actually at work. Um, All right, my loves. Sending lots of love and I will talk to you soon.